it. Just call on Jesus. <laughs> she said, she said, she always says, she said, Kenny, Kenny, if nobody else can do it, just call on Jesus. He said, the pathway has already been straight for you, Kenny. She said, Kenny, if nobody else can do it, just call on Jesus. Trust him. Trust him in everything that he tells you to do. And as you be led by the Spirit of God, Kenny, don't turn your back on him. Don't doubt him. Just trust him. <laughs> Just trust him. And he will, she said, he will make all things right. He will make everything right. He will make everything right. It may seem like trouble coming your way, Kenny. But the things that come your way, God has already taken care of them. You just walk and trust Him and believe that He, He is the reason why we live and move and have our being. Hallelujah. Amen. Get your Bibles. Amen. We can, we can stay and sing that, sing that all day long. And we can say that with name Jesus. Because if you really know what it really means and what it means to you, what it means to each and every one of individually, He brought us out of a lot of situations in our life. Amen. And, uh, I know He brought me out of some things. Amen. A lot of things. Amen. Because I was going down a road <laughs> that wasn't straight. But I just bless God for. When I called upon his name and I trusted him, I came to know him as my personal savior and having a relationship with him. He began to make my crooked edges straight. So I just bless God. As we go to get a, Jerem- a judges, amen, and we're going we're gonna to the sixth chapter. We're going to be uh, continuing on what Pastor was talking about with, with, with Gideon, amen. And God had given me this when... I was sitting in my office, amen, uh, last week, amen. He gave me a, a little thing and a topic and to let me know that just do it. Just be faithful in the things that you do unto me. You see, I give you a lot of situations coming. I allow a lot of situations coming to your life. I allow a lot of things to come into each and every one of our lives. And God allowed those things to come into our life that we will see who he really is in our walk. Because this pathway is not ours, and this, this walk is not ours. These thoughts are not ours. The way we're talking, the way we go forth is not our word, but they should be words of God that give edification and glorification and edifying him to be lifting him up upon this earth so he can draw all men unto him. He's even drawing the believers back to him because we sometimes have doubt. We have doubt coming out of our mind. We have situations coming out of our mind. And there's things that come in our mind, fear coming out of our mind. All these things of nature that we have inside of us come to us, but we have got to understand that God has all these things in control. If you just go to him and find out the instructions that he has in his word, he will apply those instructions to our life and then we begin to walk in the fullness of who we are in him. It's not not about us. It, it, I'm telling y'all this. We always say it's not about us. But you know, think about this. Jesus came down and died for us. So in that situation, Jesus had us on his mind. When he went to the cross, he had us on his mind. So when Jesus came down here, it was about us. Don't ever count us. Jesus came down here to, 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 to redeem us. So we, it was about us in his mind. When he we took that cross, he knew him before he was in, before he would put in Mary's womb. That he was going to go to the cross. He knew what cross was going to be. He knew what tree that was going to be he was going to be placed upon. He knew the spikes and how many spikes it was going to take. He knew the aggravation it was going to take that he was going to be beaten for each and every one of us. He knew that. He said, yes, I'm going down, not for me, Pop, <laughs> but I'm going down for my brothers and my sisters. Sister Mochi wasn't even here yet. Brother Boone wasn't even here yet. But it was a thought. He had in his heart that he knew before it ever was, he ever, his father ever created us and put us in the mother's womb.
just remember this. As we go forth in this walk of life, we have got to do those things that God has called us to do, but we got to do it with, a, with a, a aggression. Being aggressive in the things that we do. Not being anxious, but being aggressive, being in tune with what God wants to do and be a militant saint attitude. But when we walk into this, in these situations, we know that they're already done. It's already over. How many of y'all know y'all walking in the finished works of Jesus Christ? How many of y'all know that? God did this in the beginning before he planted the beginning. He did the ending before he planted us in the beginning so we may be the masterpiece that can walk through this walk and through this completed works that he's already done that we may paint a picture for those that don't believe. And that's what it's all about. God is short. It's not, a, it's not hard. I, think I, love, I love it. It's not hard. It's hard for the transgressors. But as Pastor P said, it's just a challenge. You've got to take on these challenges to ensure, according to the Word of God, and apply it to your life. Judges 6, 11, I'm going to go through down to verses uh, 16. So the angel of the Lord came and he set up on an oak that was an Ophrah, which belonged to Joaz, the Abyssalite. His son Gideon was threshing wheat in the wine vat in order to hide it from the Midianites. Then the angel of the Lord appeared to him and said, The Lord is with you, mighty warrior. Gideon said to him, Please, sir, if the Lord is with us, why has all this happened? And where all, and where are all his wonders that our fathers told us about? They said, hasn't the Lord brought us out of Egypt? But now the Lord has abandoned us and handed us over to the Midians. The Lord turned to him and said, go in the strength you have and deliver Israel from the power of the Midians. Minions. Am I not sending you? He said to him, Please, Lord, how can I deliver Israel? Look at my family is the weakest of Manasseh, and I am the youngest in my father's house. Lord, we love you, we bless you, we give you honor, we give you glory. We thank you for this great day, and we thank you for this opportunity. We can come into your house, to your presence, and we pray, God, that the word will be spoken tonight or this afternoon that you will get the glory. And we thank you, Father, right now in the name of Jesus, for you are truly set in motion the things that we have already have witnessed, we have seen, we have heard, and God, now it has been applied to each and every one of our lives as we go forth, God, knowing that the promises as the psalm writer said, the promises are yes and amen. So we love you, Father, and we bless you. We give you honor and give you glory. For this is the day that the Lord has made. And now let the words of my mouth be a meditation, in my meditation of my, in my heart, God, be presented to your people as you would have to be with simplicity and understanding truth. This is my prayer in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Hug your neighbor and tell them you love them. Amen. Grab your neighbor and tell them you love them. Just grab somebody in the room. And just tell them, I know we had a good breakfast and had a good, some good waffles and some good chicken. Amen. Some good juice. Amen. I had a little breakfast. Amen. A few sandwiches. We just thank God. Just walk around the room and just tell somebody you love them. Amen. Can I walk around the room and tell somebody you love them? Amen. Because this is the day truly God has wanted us to fellowship and have fellowship with him. So I just bless God on this day. I thank God for this opportunity. I thank God for everyone in this room. Amen. That woke up this morning with their mind on Christ. That's right. Hug somebody and tell them you love them. Amen. And walk into the place, God. And let's walk around the place. Not just seat, but walk around the place and just let somebody know that you love them. Amen. And as we come to our back to our seats, amen, we're not going to be before you long. I'm trying to get this word to you just the way God has given it unto me. And as we give it unto you, amen, I just bless God you have something that will be said today. And we're praying, I know that we'll be said something said to, today that will settle in your hearts, amen. And you allow God to lead you. The Holy Spirit leads us to the point that where God wants us to be on this great day. And I just thank God for the ministration of, of God, the Holy Spirit, amen. And I thank God for 
him allowing us to see this day and the works that he's doing in each and every one of us. And we have a lot of things going on around us. We have so many situations going on around us. And I know some people are getting troubled and some guys are getting weary. Some guys are getting anxious. Some people are getting excited about what they're, uh, what they're seeing. Amen. And being, some are praying and some are just sitting around looking at them saying, putting up, so I, in my office, they were talking about putting them a lot of canned goods in their, in their storages and putting a lot of water away. They're saying a lot of stores are being empty because people are fearful of what is going on around us. But we know God is in control. We, uh, we ought to be observant. We ought to be observant of all things. But I'm not going to get fearful of what, what, what is going on around me because that brings forth anxiety and make me do things without being, without being responsible for, not, not being responsible about thinking about what I'm thinking about. I do things that I'll be uh, doing things that not even necessary. Just like when they talk about the, the world coming to the end, when the people went out and bought all, sold out all their stuff, bought all kind of stuff, building, building, building uh, caves inside of caves or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Then the man, then the, then the, then the world, what, what we, we, we still here. Still looking at one another, enjoying one another, eating some chicken and waffles and sitting around a table, smiling one another, celebrating years of birthdays. And we just thank God for these, this opportunity that he has given us. So it's not, wor- it's, it's not to be worried about anything, but God placed in my heart to let you know to have, a, and as he got shared with me in, Josh, in Judges 6 through 11 through 16, amen, and 15, he was just showing, showing to me that, hey, whatever we do, we got to do it with a, a zeal and a, and a diligence to, to go forth and do this work that he has called us to do. And we cannot be a, a procrastinating. That's what he was telling me also. A lot of times, the people of God be procrastinating and saying they're going to do things, but, they, it's, but the steel is still on the same table that they left it on. They still got still at the stock at the, at the level one in the process that they was talking about it. So God is really letting us know it's, it's time is of is evil, and we have got to be doing what He's called us to do in this time that He has placed us in, because we have got to bloom where we plant it. We also got to understand what He the instructions that He gives us as we carry out these missions. We cannot add or take away from what He's given us. And we always got to, we have got to understand that we have truly he has shown us in the, in His Word. As we say that Bible is the basic instruction before leaving Earth, but I believe it's why we we have the instruction that we need right now because. It's the same thing, but it's with a different man. But we got to sometimes we're talking about I'm trying to get ready to get to go get to get to heaven. No, it's not time to get ready to get to go to heaven. But God didn't even want us to die. He wants to live. He wants to live forever. But while we're here, when it's while we while it's day, we got got to work while it's day because man, when the darkness comes, the night coming, no man can work it. But I just bless God for what He's going to share with us on today. And I'm not going to look at the clock. Somebody keep me on the clock. Somebody pull my coat if I go too far, too too long. I know we had a good time on last night. I'm still still trying to uh, celebrate on that. I'm getting ready to put on a song on. We're going to we're going to have we're going to we're going to stand up here and do a do the do our little dance on day we did last night. But I said no, nah, that might might be too 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 long in the service. We might y'all, y'all might not want to go home as they did last night. But I just bless God on the day. I just thank God. For we bless God. It's it's uh her birthday today. At the eighth, and wait a minute, where'd she go? Uh, Elder Elder C D birthday was on yesterday, so we got two people in March that I know of. Well, my sisters, huh? it, what? Joshua tomorrow, but we just bless God for all the birthdays all over the world, Amen. And I just thank God for this time and this and this. And as we say, we all have seen and been celebrating these great days and these great people of God and the young and the, the more wiser, amen, and I just bless God, I bless God, I bless God, I bless God, but today, but today, <laughs> that was pretty good, wasn't it, I, I recovered, didn't I, I just bless God, I just bless God, I thank God for what he's going to share with us today, and I see a whole lot of, uh, how do you say, people that have a lot of understanding, a lot of knowledge in this room. You may not think it. You may have thought something you did and, and didn't make you worthy. Or you may have thought something that you said. Uh, somebody told you something that you said you wasn't uh, worthy of it. Or you may have done something that you thought was a failure. Or you failed at it. You had never went back and you retried it. So a lot of times we get caught up in our errors and forget to go back and do it again. Like the songwriter said. Sometimes I, for me, I stayed out of college for some time. And I'm telling you, this brother right here and my wife and all of my family knew close him. Because y'all, y'all just don't know. Everyone in this room had really encouraged me to go and do something 
to do it when I'm afraid. To do it and you're afraid of doing something that you know you can do. But then what's inside of you continue to keep you from doing that what God has called you to do. And when you're called to do something and you notice that Gideon was called in chapter 6. He was called to do a mission that God had already assigned him before he was even in his mother's womb. God has already placed an assignment or a mission on your life that you have got to understand. You have got to take control of that situation or fear will keep you from getting to the place that God has already ordained for you and has already appointed for you to walk in from this, from the, from the beginning to the very end. So you got to understand that God has this plan that he has for you. And he said, do it afraid. That's my topic. Touch your name and say, do it afraid. Do it afraid. You got to do it afraid, Tilo. You may not have all the instructions. You may not have all the ingredients to that cake. You may not have all the, the things that you need in your hand. But he told Moses when he came to the sea, the Red Sea, he said, use what you got in your hand. Use what you have right now, and God will have already provided for you what is needed, but you got to have it in your heart before he put it in your hand. You got to understand, you got to know that God has already promised you, and she said his promises are yes and amen. When he promised you, he said something that you're going to do, Gideon, that you're going to go forth and come out of that wine press, stop hiding yourself, because you know the Midianites are all around you, but they, and they were fierce. The fierce and the Amalekites, they were fierce. They were people that tortured young women and men and, and children. The Amalekites were terrible. And they roamed all over the land, destroying all the crops and fields and the things that the people had and the Israelites had. And they was, they, they was fierce. They would, they would take it over. Now, sometimes we allow things in our life to come that we have, have a challenge with. A thing we have, have failed in, or things that we have not, could not, could not overcome the first time, we allow those things to take hold of our mind and cause us to lose focus or lose fear, have gain fear or be afraid and not go forth in what God has already promised you to do in your life. God wants you to understand that everything He has given you, it's already been, you're already equipped to do it. Children, school ain't a, school is just a challenge. But you have already graduated if you do it in the way God wants you to do. The older people, when you older mind, older mind, and mature people, I told you to bring an envelope today and bring a, put your put your put your business in your and your and on all those things aside. There, this is what I'm telling you to do. You did that. If you did it, you brought it out of the fear that you couldn't do it. If you did the first step, what God asked you to do, you went the first step to how God said, "Hey, I'm getting ready to bless your whole." Entire business, your whole entire books, your whole entire thoughts, your thoughts that you never thought you had, you never thought you could write again. Because guess what? It had a little blank spot in your path and you're walking and you and you couldn't think right, you couldn't feel right, you couldn't fit it and put and put it on paper. The business that you thought you could you had, it, it, it's a business that's already been produced. Because guess what? God has promised you that you can do those things, and you got your you got your. Some, I think somebody already told me they got their name, they got their they got all these things, they got a they got a they got a uh, 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 what's called a business plan. They got all those things, but they're sitting on the table and they're waiting on somebody to... But it's already done. Someone has already gone. I think someone in this room said they're getting ready. They're they, 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 they getting ambassador. The doctor's degree. They're getting ready. They're they, they, they growing up in age. But that, that right there, when I was coming, we were ready to go to school. Pastor D said, you can do it. I said, what? He said, I think you can do it. I said, man, I'm too old. I said, man, I, you know, I, I can't, I don't, I don't have that mindset. I thought that I can think real quick. I, matter of fact, I had a little problem writing. So, I, you know what I said? Because I read a book. My professors got tired of me writing. Reading. They, they, I think they passed me because my book was so, my, my, I had a thesis. But I just blessed God for people that could help me read and help me read over my stuff. Amen. They didn't write my stuff, but they helped me read over. They said, hey, you, you need to put this, you need to put this uh, fifth chapter down and put a new, put a little uh, index in there. I just bless God for all the people that have encouraged me. And I thank God for those that come in and encourage each and every one of us. But I just want to go in. I'm not going to be for you. Know, I'm not going to tell you my whole story. But I just want you to understand there is uh, so much in life that's waiting on each and every one of us. But if you're, not, if you're just down, 
stop doing it. You just don't follow up on it. You don't just continue to do what has been promised to you. You'll give up. And I almost gave up on life. I almost gave up on school. Because there was so much going on with me, amen. There's so much going on with me with school, ministry, and all the things around us in the community. I just said, man, this is rough. But I had to go into my prayer closet and say, God, if you could do it through me, I can do all things through Christ that gives me strength. How many of y'all know you got to go and talk to yourself just like that? You got to go tell yourself about the scriptures of God because guess what? The enemy will come and cause you to lose focus on where God wants you to be at. The enemy's job is to come to steal, kill, and destroy. That's what he wanted to do. He tried to hide Gideon in the in a wise vats to, to hide against the, from the enemy. But guess what? The enemy was already defeated. How many of you know the enemy has been defeated in your walk in your walk of life? Everything the enemy has tried to come against you with, it's already been done. It's already been settled. It's already been done and been, been put away with. But a lot of times we go into prayer and we don't get our prayer answer. We go into reading the word and the word seems like it just don't fall falls on our own where we want to what the point that we want to do like like it did with get, with David hit the point and knock that old giant down. Sometimes God allows us to go through situations to make us stronger. A lot, of, a lot matter of fact, all the time He goes through that. He shows us how we can come and go amongst the people. He learn, He teaches us how we can go and be that one that we can be in the, in the, in the midst of other other people. He shows us that even in our businesses that we can go and grow this thing in in the midst of Him, and we have allowed this word inside of us to come to manifestation in what God wants us to do in this mission that He had us on. Gideon had a mission. Gideon had a mission. Now, I'm not telling you to stop praying, but every time you pray, guess what? God has something for you to do in that prayer also. It's not just for you, just you to pray for God and say, God, here, help me do this, do this, and do this. He's not put a, put a prayer on a, on a work list on God. God has given you an assignment for you to give unto him. And when you pray unto him, he gives you instruction when you give the prayer. That you get that prayer, he get the ideas and instruction from him, and he'll help you to say, apply this to your life. Apply it, because guess what? Everything that's inside of us is inside of your heart. It's inside of you. Whatever you need to do to produce something, it's already in you. Think about this. God gave a tree. Man produced a house, the lumber, the wood. The people need to put the position in the, 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 the things in the place to build a, build, a, build a house. He had to put the nails. He gave us, he gave us oars and all his irons and stuff. He gave them. We put then man had in their heart to what? To build a car, to build a ship, build an aircraft. Those things that God just said he placed it here for us. Now you got to do something with it. Somebody touch your neighbor so you got to do something with it. It's not just praying. You got to do something with it. When you give you something in instruction, you got to say when he give you instructions, you got to do something with it. A lot of people sitting around on God and saying, I'm sitting down now, I'm letting God do it. God said, I'm, mm, I'm not going to do it. It's already done. That's what he was telling Gideon. <laughs> it's already done, Gideon. You already come to the, you already come to the Middle Nights. Because I gave you the land. I gave you the promised land before I even hey, sit you here. Even before using your mother's womb, I gave it already to you. I share and show with you as I spoke with you and told you that you, that you are overcomers of this land. Everything that we've done, we're always waiting on God, but God said, I'm waiting on you. Remember this. In your prayers, God is letting you know and giving you instructions on how to do what he's already blessed you to do. A job. You sitting around and had to put a, a resume in, guess what? <laughs> trying to get a new car. House. Then you're trying to grow in yourself, in your own, in your own, in, 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 not grow in yourself, but grow in the understanding of God's word. God placed it in, in his word that you go seek the word and find out how to live this life upon this earth. See, a lot of times we just want things to come instantly, a uh, uh, microwave type thing. See, but God has got to allow you, God is saying you got to allow you to work. That's what he said. He wants you to. Re- he wants you to become that what he wants you to be. He said, I, "I formed you already. I created you." But guess what? In the, before using your mother's womb, but you have got to build. Bible says Jesus. Jesus came and he 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 grew in statue and wisdom. So he was teaching him as the Father was taking him through the processes. So we have got to understand that God really wants us to understand that He is truly in control. But he's our partner, and we are partnering with him and getting this mission here on earth done. Because God is not going to do anything that you can do. God is not going to do anything. He's going to do what he's going to do, 
He's already given it, given us to him. Now he's waiting on us to take part and take this word that's in our heart and use it to benefit those things in this mission that he had us on. Look at all these things right here. This, this material that we have sitting around here at the table, it took a man or someone to put it together. It was all the material is already here. But it took someone with a mindset to do the works of God or do the works to make these things available throughout the, through the resources that was there to make this chair and make it sturdy enough to sit for each and every one of you to sit on and won't fall down. Then you can't get up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I just bless God for what he's doing in the lives of his people. Very often when we pray, God shows us something we must do. As we said, we are partners with God, and as a partner with God, God has a part, we have, a, and God has a part, and we have a part. God would not do our part, and we cannot do God's part. How many of you know that's what got Abraham and Sarah in trouble? That's what got a lot of patriarchy. You know, matter of fact, I ain't going, I ain't going that far. <laughs> that's what got me in trouble. I'm just talking to myself because I see y'all still eating on them waffles and them, and, that, and that chicken is still in your stomach. I'm going to just talk to myself. And if y'all can, if y'all can associate with something I'm going to say about myself, apply it to your life and see what happens. We'll, we'll, we'll see what we get out of this. We'll see how far we can go with this. But God has given us dominion and authority over the earth. He has given us dominion and authority over the earth. And God has not, is not, a, is not an Indian giver. And he would not come back and say, I'm going to go down and do what they do, do the things I want uh, them to do. He's not just going to come down here. He's going he's gonna, he's gonna to allow us to figure it out. How many of you know you got to figure it out? How many of y'all have a gay marriage? How many married couples in here? How many married couples in here? Y'all, y'all scared? Y'all scared to raise your hand? Uh-huh. See, they were scared when I asked them about them raising uh-huh. Don't be like Gideon now trying to hide in the wine cellars. It is, check, but check this out. How many of you in, the, in your marriages had situations come in your marriage? How many of y'all in here never fought in your marriage? I had any arguments or challenges. So everyone in this room has had challenges in their marriage. Even as a single, a single parent, a single, not single parent, but singles. How many of y'all singles in here have problems going on in your life? Any, any singles in here have, have, have a little situation going on in your life? Y'all have a challenge. Y'all got to make up your mind. Y'all got to have this, make decisions. Y'all. So those things right there, God is showing us that, hey, yeah, you can pray on those situations. But get what you got to do. You have got to do something according to what he gives you instructions to do to apply those things to your life to make those things work out. In the Word of God, God gives us plenty of instructions. He gives us instructions for marriages. He gives us stuff for single parents. He gives us stuff for children. He gives us all those instructions, but we have got to apply those things. If we don't ever apply those things, those things would never happen. And see, then we go around and think of things like God is, God, is not, God is not working in the, in, the, in the midst of our family. But God has said he's working, but you have got to do some work yourself. But God is truly Everything we do, we got to do it in fear. I'm just, I'm, 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 I'm going to break this down to you. I'm going to share with you what God has shared with me in this scripture. Now, before time runs out, I just want to share with you. And he said, many people spend their whole life running away from, from what God wants them to do instead of running to God, seeking him to do what they have been called to do. Gideon was running and hiding in the wine vest, in the wine vest, to get away from this, from the enemy that was, that was going forth all through the land. Gideon knew that if he, the Midianites saw him taking care of expressing his sweet, they would come and pilfer it and take it away from him. So you got to understand, these days and this time, as a children of God and child of God, we have got to understand we cannot be hiding from what we are going to face in, the life, in this walk of life. Our enemies have always been here. The God told the children of Israel that the Canaanites and the Midianites were going to be in the land already. Their enemies were already going to be there. But what we have got, have got to understand that when as they were walking through the land, through the through the city, through, through the city, through, not through the city, but the, the, the area, that the enemy was there, but they couldn't be afraid of those that what they faced. 
But you have to understand, because we got to understand, God has always been with us, and God said he would never leave us nor forsake us. So if we think and have a mindset according to that one, we can walk through every situation, and God will show us that it's the way that we should go, how to come and go amongst the people, how to live this life in the perfect will of him. A lot of people say they can't do it. Because they, you know why they say they can't do it? Because they're afraid to give up what they want to do in their own life. A fear will come to each and every one of us. And fear has come to each and every one of us. I have been afraid, even as a bishop. Titles don't mean nothing to fear. Titles do not mean anything to no one. Because what it's trying to do is trying to keep you off building a relationship with God and walking in the path that God has already ordained for you. That's what they was doing. What Gideon was, uh, was fear upon uh, on Gideon became when he was trying to hide in the, in the wine pit. He was trying to, the, God was trying to show him. And I think if you read that scripture, it said, if you go back up in this, in, in that, I think 12, 11, I think it was 11, it said, God had already called him, or the, Lord, the angel of the Lord had already called him a warrior, a mighty warrior. So a lot of God, time, God has called us, and guess what? We hear him. But we don't hear him. How many know? Because every time he, when God, when every time God would mention him as a warrior, when it was happening, he always gave some kind of excuse. He always gave something that he was going through, or a situation that he was going through, that he was trying to say, God, even he was trying to argue with God. Say, God, I'm the smallest of my tribe. God, I come from the weakest of them. Man, God, I, I, I just can't do this. I'm not strong enough. How many of y'all saying that? Oh, God, I can't. I'm not clever enough. God, I'm too old. I can't have those things come I mean, God, I can't put those things up on. God, you can't do that. That you can't. I can't do that. I can't do that. Vanessa, I can't do that. God, I just can't go to school no more. I can't write this book. I can't. I, I can't. 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 Or is it I can't or do you don't want to do? A lot of times we don't want to do, but we use an excuse not to do it. You got to read these things out. The Bible tells me if I'm a child of God, I can do all things through Christ that gives me strength. And what he's telling us that we can do everything that we put our mind to do. It's not saying that you might have the strength to do it, but you can put your mind to do it. And guess what? Things will begin to happen that God will put people in your life to equal your, to, to, to help you do those things. And writing books or doing whatever you're trying to do, start 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 your, your businesses. People are going to be put in your life that you know may not have the funds to do, but God has already put in the plan that He's going to put put someone in your hand, put money in your hand, or He's going to put things in your house. You may need be needing a place to live, or whatever it may be. God has already ordained those things that you just stay focused on Him and not hide away and hide out, not like they, they, they try to, and, and try to, and try to, and, 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 and be not focused on what he wants you to do. God will bless you because he said he, you have obtained favor of God and the favor of man. So you have got to understand these things. We are, we are his children. We are royalty. And my father told me, he's my father. He said, I've called him Abba Father. So what I can do, right, is my father, he's responsible to take care of his. I don't think y'all, I don't, I don't think y'all believe that. I really don't think y'all believe that. I think y'all allow fear to overcome you. And fear is inside of all of us. But you just can't allow fear to control you. I'm afraid sometimes when I walk in the dark. Because I don't know what's coming. But when that fear comes over me, I don't allow it to control me. Have y'all ever come upon a snake or a a spider, spider webs, uh, whatever it may be? Y'all come, woo! Ain't nothing even come out on you. Snake that landed in the sun just ain't doing nothing to you. But you, woo! But then if you, I want y'all to understand this. To fear is in you. But to become afraid of something is totally different. To fear 
If you feel it, it's good. It's just a warning. I believe it's just a warning that something is about to happen. Fear, I mean, uh, to be afraid of fear, if when you feel it and you're walking through something, that's the, I believe that's the unctioning of the Spirit of God. Say, hey, my child, something's about to happen. So you got to be alert. The Bible teaches them to be alert and be observant. So in the dark, in the, in the dark, in, the, in that scripture in, in, in Psalms 23, we're talking about the, when, they, when they walk through the darkness of the valley of the shadow of death, they will feel no evil. It was saying that was a warning to the shepherd that it, something might be coming up that they had to be alerted with. So when the shepherd walked through that, in that darkness, guess what? He had his staff and his rod. So guess what? When he had his staff and his rod, he was ready to protect his sheep. And see, I said, when the God walked, we walk into the fire, through the darkness of this old world, guess what? God has his, his, his rod and his staff there to protect us, to keep us, and to draw us unto him that we may understand that his truth is something going on around. Yes, I'm not, they're talking about the coronavirus. They're talking about this, Vanessa. They're talking about all these things that are going on around us. But I believe he, God is just letting us know to help us to understand, we just got to be observant of the things that are around us. And now we got to do more of uh, being and telling and telling and sharing with other people. And when we show this, share these things with other people, guess what? And we can't be afraid of it because guess what? Then it overcome us. The coronavirus won't overcome us, but the fear will. You'll be an anxious. You'll be heart attack. You have strokes. You have all these things. And these things that try to, the enemy try to cause us to lose focus on what God wants to do. The children of Israel being warned that, hey, truly, Gideon, you are being warned because guess what? I'm putting you in the fight for, guess what, for this land. What we are doing right now, God is preparing us to have, uh, be ready to fight for this land. God has wanted us to be prayer warriors. That's what he called them. He called them a warrior. He wants to be intercessors. He wants to be all these things, the men and women of God, but we may stand on the focus and stand on the trust of God and walk in the fullness of what God has already promised us. He had promised Gideon that he was going to give them the land. Whatever he's promised you in your house or your home, in your life, God has already said he will promise you, and his promises are yes and amen. So I'm telling you, I'm telling you today, you just got to understand, some things you got to do in the fear. You just got to do it in being afraid. Being afraid but not allowing fear to overtake you. you got to walk into that situation and know that God has already told you and shared with you that you can do those things. You can do those things according to his will and to his way. Not according to your will. And not, not how big or how old you are. It's not how much money you have or, no, no, or whatever you have. No how many possessions you have. God just wants you to understand if you just let him use your vessel to apply this word in your life. God would overcome those things that you are facing. And I really believe that. He told, he told, he told the prophet Jeremiah, Jeremiah said, I'm too young. He said, you can't say you're not too young. You're not too young. He said, I formed you and created you before you was in your mother's womb. He knew you before you was even born. So the one that knows me, I have got to trust him. I wouldn't take a pinto to a Mercedes dealer. So I'm not going to take my, my, my thoughts, my, 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 me, my, my, uh, my situation to the world, but the world can't fix it. I tell people today, even in this, in this field that the, people are, the, 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 the government and all these things are trying to put over the people, you can't, you can't worry about that. God had already promised us and showed us that these things were going to happen. So when we get fearful in, the walk of our, in, our, in this walk of life, God began to show us that, hey, when we get fearful, we choose our focus on our family. We don't train our child up to be a child of God. We stay focused on the thing, trying to get according, trying to get caught up in the world's thing, trying to fix out, get that water, or get those canned goods, or store up our canned goods. Even the things are not even going to, what the devil does is try to cause you to lose focus and to get in that relationship with God and lose the focus that he has already, God has already promised you that you can do. I just, I, just, I just stand on God's word. I'm serious. I will stand on God's word, and I've already, he's already come promised me and showed me through his word that I can do all things through Christ. This, was, this right here, where you're sitting at right now, this wasn't even, I'm telling you. <laughs> I couldn't even, I couldn't even like I'll say, uh, had a picture drawn up to be big enough to do this right here. I'm telling you. But when God placed it in my heart, our hearts, we didn't wait on 
any situation to come of asking for the money to come, we put it in action right then and there. So whatever God has placed in your heart, you got to do it afraid. You got to walk and understand. And I'm not talking about afraid being shaken in your boots. I'm talking about being afraid enough to say, God, I know you, I trust you. And God, whatever it takes for me to get to where you want me to get, I'm going to do it. You got to be just like Abraham. Wherever he send you, he tells you, he says, go. And when you, when you go, get up among, amongst your, on your, on your kindreds. Leave your hometown. Leave your household. And when he tells you to go, you got to take on that, on that situation in, your, in what he has given you, and you got to walk in it. That's how, how the saints of God have got to be. We have got to have a mindset that we go forth in those things that God has given us and not get concerned about is what God, what the world is trying to present to us. I want us to be, I want, I, 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 I'm telling you, I really feel and can sense, if you can't sense it in your own life, I can see greatness in each and every one of you. But you have got to overcome the circumstances. You have got to overcome that glide in your life. You have got to overcome that Red Sea. You have got to overcome that wall that's being a divide in your home or your family or whatever it may be, or in your community, or, what, or, or, or you get to where God wants you to be. Because it's really in you to do what God has called you to do, but you have got to really see it before you see it, or you never will see it. You got to see it in the spiritual realm before you see it in the physical realm, or it won't never come manifested to you. That is how you got to see it. I told my little drummer, <laughs> I said, just got to have the confidence. I told the pianist, Gideon, I'm not Gideon, Gideon, Caleb, and Jalen, starting out. I said, man, you got to have the confidence. Sometimes, I told him this yesterday, I said, in, the, in the time frame of practice, you got to do it when you're afraid. You got to do it when you don't believe you can. You got to do it when you can't see you doing it. You got to do it when you can't, can't feel you can get that rhythm on. I said, keep going, keep going. I said, keep, 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 keep going. I said, your, ankle, your, your calves might be getting tired, but come on, come on, come on, keep going, keep going. Your calves, I said, he said, I said, your calves can taste it. Yes, sir. I said, come, keep on going. And that's what God is doing with us. He's telling us to keep going. Because sometimes we get up when our calves get tired. We sometimes we get we give up when guess what when that burden gets heavy on our on our on our shoulder. Sometimes we give up when guess what we can't see our way. So I'm not walking by faith, my, by sight. I'm walking by, and those are things you got to walk by according to His word. I told told Caleb, Jalen, keep going. Then I saw my saw sister uh, sister uh, Derrick over there. Keep me going. How many of you know you got to encourage one another? Because sometimes when I get a, be a, be a, be, be, have that fear try to grab me, guess what? I need Brother Owen to come and say, hey, bro, um, you ain't acting like you used to act. See, the, whole, the, 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 the Lord's angel came and tapped Gideon on the shoulder. Come out of that wine press. Man of valor. Mighty warrior. Tito even gave me a charismatic word. When he got on that ladder, he said, hey, Bishop, you, I got it. I said, what? You got it? Even that handshake right there encouraged me. Everything that you do, according to God's will, you walk it in his will to be an encouragement for someone else. It may not look like it, but guess what? Even y'all smile today. Even when you came in this morning, it made me feel good. That's what it's all about. It's all about family. It's all about touching one another in the, in the spiritual realm, knowing who we are, who we labor amongst. Because guess what? When we know who we're laboring amongst, we know when people are down. We need to encourage, encourage one another. We can also encourage by being encouraged one another. Guess what? We begin to see the thing that God has already positioned for us. This was, this was already positioned for us. But guess what? Now we have to come together and work this thing out that God would begin to see and get the glory. Yes, it's, it's, about, it's about you. It's about you. I want you all to understand it. It's about you. I believe Jesus, when it came down, if he wouldn't have bowed us, 
I wouldn't have followed, wouldn't have wrapped himself in flesh if, when he, if it wasn't about us. You see, he came down for a world, came down for the whole world that may, may come into repentance to know him as their Lord and Savior. This is about you, but then we don't want to get in ourselves. We want to know if it's about us, we know we want to give all the glory because it's about us, giving all our glory back unto God, which is who, we, who, who gains all the, the honor and the glory from what he's done for us. So yes, Gideon was afraid, and Gideon went forth. Now look at this. Don't try to apply the excuses of life to lose, keep you from losing your focus on what God has promised you. Everything that God has promised you and told you from generation to generation, from this plan all the way up to the, uh, to the mature saints, all the way to the children. God wants to follow out those instructions. And I believe God is really getting ready to do some things, not getting ready to do. He's already done some things. I mean, my wife was sitting in, the office, in our, our house today. God was saying, God's got to do a shifting in the atmosphere. He's changing a whole lot of mindsets and lives of people are going to, they're not going to be afraid to walk in the, in the things of God. They're going to have that. They're not going to allow the fear to overcome them, because fear, faith, fear really, uh, uh, I say, fuels your fuels your uh, fear. Fear really fuels your faith. I put it like that. Once you understand what God has for you and what God is doing through you and for you, your fear, if you allow it to push you into where God wants you to be, it actually fuels or fuels your faith. It helps you understand how good God is to you in the situation that you're going through. You begin to see God's hand in every situation. That's my prayer for each and every one of us. That we see God's hand in every situation. Every situation that comes into your life, you say, God, you did it. God, you did it. We give you the glory. We give you the glory. And that's my, that's my word of today for you today. You got to understand that God is truly in the midst of each and every one of our lives. If you just walk and do the things that he'll call you to do, and there's been a lot of time we've got to do it, in, do it, do it, in, do it after being afraid. Do it afraid. Just do it afraid. Do the reverence of God, knowing that God has already done what he said he's going to do. Children, youth, do it afraid understand that God has already done and promised you what you said what you said what he said he was going to do to you in your life allow him to do it don't back off don't be a timid don't lose your, your thought don't lose your focus don't lose anything that God has promised you and share with you in his word keep that what's hidden in your heart so that you may not sin against him because sin is so easy to overcome us if we allow those things that God has got, has has, uh, has not sh- has shown us not to come that's coming against us, sin is so easily to overwhelm us because it looks good. But see, the thing that God has given you at a time from you don't see it or you don't understand it, it don't look too good. It looks like it's a hard situation. But you got to realize this: that God has already said everything that that you do is working together for your Good. Even in a hard situation, a challenge situation, allow yourself to see God in everything. Allow yourself to allow God to come into the situation. And then you hear from God. And then you be obedient and do what God has called you to do. That is ever very important. That is very important. You being obedient. And I thank Jalen. I thank Caleb. I thank all the men and women of God that continue to do what they got. But yesterday, it really touched me. When I spoke to him, he said, ah, I can't do that. I mean, when Jalen would do that, ah, Bishop, I don't think I can do that. Nah. Jalen went right into the instructions that were given him, and he did pretty good. I told him yesterday, over my little, little, little musicians. I said, F-A-I-L. And y'all probably already heard me say this. Fail don't mean you're a failure. Fail means your first attempt in, uh, in, in, in it's, uh, what, first attempt in learning. His first attempt came yesterday when he was trying to get the beat, wasn't it? 
Then he went back and tried it again. We had our little rehearsal. And then he went in and we had a little rehearsal. And guess what he did? He took that rehearsal. And he said, I got it. He said, Dennis, I got it, Bishop. I don't care how many times he be off. He said, I got it, Bishop. And that's the same thing God wants to do with you. No matter how many times it takes for you to get up. You say, I got it, God. I got it. I got it. But I'm not going to wallow in my excuses. I'm not going to wallow in my woes. I'm not going to wallow in those things that the enemy tried to place upon me. And I'm not going to let y'all wallow anymore because I see the stew and them pancakes and them chicken is coming upon you. Just bless God for the day, man. Put your hands together for Jesus. Amen. A lot of times throughout this walk, do it afraid. Take what you got, use it in your what's in your hands, use what's hidden in your in your bellies, and apply this word to your to God's actions in your life. This journey is a challenge. Yes, it is. But you gotta use what you got and do it afraid. Afraid is not saying I'm being fearful, but I'm reverencing what God has given unto me. And I'm placing it back in his hand to, to, to multiply that what he has promised me and to, to gain what he has already promised me for my family, for my name, for the nation, for the ministry, whatever it may be. Get it had a mission. Get it had a mission to go out and save and fight against a mighty army. And y'all already know the story. Pastor told it so well. She said, for 32,300, you got to understand, God had identified those personnel. He told them to go down and laugh like they had to laugh like a dog. It was teaching them how to observe and how to be alert of what is always going around. See, when you do things, when you're afraid, guess what you always do? You try, you try to tend to do things when you're alert and you're concerned about your surroundings. So when God is walking with you in this, in this time of fear come over you, just use that as your warning. Say, God, I got this through you. And I would not allow anything to separate me from where you're taking me. My relationship, to where you're taking me, my family, where you're taking me, my finances, where you're taking me to for my business, where you're taking me for my school, where you're taking me for you want me to grow in you and mature in you. It's all about him. But think about it. We say it's all about him, but Jesus came and said it's all about you. Do it afraid. Reverence God in everything that you do. And take that what God has placed inside of you and use it to benefit the kingdom of God. Benefit the kingdom of God. He says, if you seek ye first the kingdom and all his righteousness, he said he'll be adding things unto you. And I believe there's an open door for every one of us in this room. And I will know windows have been opened in heaven. That God is pouring down the rain. And I believe it. Because the pastor peace says the seed has been sown to the ground. I'm just waiting on my bumper crop. I'm waiting patiently. I'm expecting something to happen. And I'm believing today. Today. It's already done. It's already done. How many of y'all believe that? Stand to our feet, amen. Once again, I thank you for coming out today. I've eaten the bagel and, and, and chicken or whatever they call it waffle and chicken and waffle if you didn't get any you got some over on the table but I just want y'all to understand this very moment this very hour right here God is doing a great works and he's getting ready to do it in your home in your life but when things come at us with a challenge don't be fearful of don't be scared take it on with the responsibility that God has given you Take on just like David did with Goliath. Take on like Moses did with the Red Sea. Take on like Joshua did with the wall. Allow those things to be your, your, your footstool and allow those things that you're going to cross over on dry land. And I just bless God for each and every one of you. And I really thank God for yesterday's celebration. I thank God for, I don't know if she's here now. Can I get her to look up for me right quick before she, before she put her phone away? You already know. I just bless God for you. 
Yes, ma'am, because I was getting ready to ask my wife on yesterday, can I ask, say, can I say something? Would, I be a, would that be a, uh, out, of, out, of, out of order? But now it was, we already uh, congratulated, not congratulated, brought forth, uh, uh, celebrated, good job, good word, good word, thank you, thank you, thank you. Celebrated with Sister Olaf, her seventh year upon this earth, amen. I just bless God, amen. But I still want to, I know they gave you a gift yesterday, but I want to share this with you. As I told Miss Ola, I don't give, I don't, I'm looking at you. But I'm not looking at you as I, like that. But I want you to understand, I want, I want you to understand that as your father in the faith, that my eyes are on you to keep you protected as a priest, to forgive you, give you guidance of God's, God's word and a protector. I'm going to always take care of my children, whether spiritually or biologically. And I believe that mom and dad here would do this. Mom and dad would have already had that mindset that when they were, we were prophesied that we're going to be a father of many nations, a mother of many nations. We thank God for the seed that has been, we have been blessed with. And I would now and I say that we already, that today's our birthday, but yesterday was yours. And what you did was so grateful. I'm going to be thankful for what you did on yesterday for celebrating it. Sister, Sister Ola's birthday. On your, on your birthday. So I just want you to understand that, hey, I may not, I may not, uh, say a lot of words, but I want you to understand this. Pop's got his eyes on you. And God is always going to be, and Pop's going to always be praying for you and your family. And you just don't understand how much, how much, uh, love there is for each and every one of you guys in this room. We don't say very much to any of all of you, any of you, not much of you, any of all of you at the same time. We have a lot of time we get to Pastor P and Pastor L, Pastor D and Pastor P. But I want y'all to understand this. We really love you guys. And what I'm trying to say today, not trying to say, but I want to say to you, a lot of us in this room are afraid. You're afraid of the next step you're trying to take. And God don't want you to be afraid. God wants you to just step in the steps that he's already ordered to you by his son, Jesus Christ, who walked upon this earth. He said, I'll put you on a pathway of righteousness for my name's sake. So I want y'all to walk in the fullness of the authority that God has given unto each and every one of you. Don't be afraid to what I said, write your book or put your business on a, on, a, on, a, on a website or do whatever God has called you to do. Step out. Step out in the gift that God has given you. The talent that he's placed inside your hand. But to make it up, to, to, to multiply that. But you don't know how many people you're going to look, that are, that are looking to you for that gift that you have inside of you. See, Gideon was trying to hide his gift. But God called him out. And when God calls you out, you have got to walk in the fullness of that what he has called you to do. The mission that you have is very important. The mission that each and every one of us have from the young, from this man right, little man right here, little Ivan, to the maturest one in the room. How many of y'all know little Ivan got a mission? This, this young man right here got a mission. Guess what? And every child in this room, you're not leaders for tomorrow. You're leaders for today. Because a lot of children bring a lot of parents to the church. Have you noticed that? They are leading their families to the church. So I'm telling you, Stay focused. Everyone in this room, stay focused. God has already released the blessings upon your house. And all you got to do is go through. Being afraid, but reverencing what God has already done. Being not being fearful, but being alert in every situation. This is my buddy right here. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. Awesome word. Powerful word. I, I truly receive it, Bishop. Do it even when I'm afraid. We all come to that point. 
And thank you for the segue into what we need to do next. As my brother bring the basket forward. We're still worshiping when we give it. It's an act of worship. Just as Abraham gave to Melchizedek. He set the, he set the, the presence for us to continue even today. Two verses of scripture I want to read for our hearing on this morning comes from the book of Proverbs, the 11th chapter, the book of wisdom, verse 24 and 25. Give freely and become more wealthy. Be stingy and lose everything. The generous will prosper. Those who refresh others themselves will be refreshed. Amen. Amen. And I'm going to bring our confession of faith up on the board. And we'll read it on the count of three. One, two, three. You are free at this time to bring forth your offerings and place them in the offering basket. Discipleship forms to fill out. 
Amen? Right over there in that office. And we'll get your information and we'll point you in the right direction. And so on this Saturday, we do have a men and women's fellowship at 1300 hours. And so we ask that you just invite somebody to join us, okay? So it's not the same faces each time. We believe that um, we are going forth and God is moving in this ministry. And so there's some new things that are going forth, some fresh ideas. And so invite somebody new to come on out and just have a good time with us. Is that all right? Amen. Amen. Our youth will also be ministering at Atterbury Chapel this Friday. So if you are available to go out and support them, they have been practicing. They are ready to go forth and worship through their gifts of dance. Um, If you are able to go and support, we ask that you would support them. Amen. 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 Also, those that Bishop asked, if you have your business plan or Whatever God is placing you to give and bring forth, you can bring it forth at this time and place it in the good bishop's hand. Amen. And he's going to take it. He's going to pray over that for you and going to bring it back. Amen. We pray that God will bless it. Amen. So uh, also, let me just give a plug for audiovisual. Everyone is not everyone is everyone is not equipped to do it. But when we do do it, we do it. Amen. Amen. And we'll tell you this also. Don't be afraid. If you say, hey, I want to work in audiovisual, but I've never been there before. Well, this message was for you today. Amen? Amen. Amen. And also hospitality. Amen. Helping hands. Helping hands. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, two minutes. Just take a look around the house. Every house carries a handprint. We have a handprint here. And the helping hands give aid to that handprint. We follow our leaders and we take their vision and have it manifest in this place. Come join us. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Amen. We're all standing. We get ready to dismiss. Father, we thank you for the word on today. We bless you for the man of God. We ask that you restore him now. Rejuvenate his spirit man all the more, God. Thank you for his, his honesty, his obedience, his transparency, God. Oh, God, we bless everyone that came out, those who had a desire to come, Father, but could not because of work or what have you. But, God, we bless you, Father God, that even those that uh, visit us online, Father God, and that was able to see what they needed to see, God, they received it on today. And we give you praise, we give you honor, and we give you your glory. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. In church, say amen.